Hi everyone, welcome to the Reitzel Brothers Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Curtis. We are the co-hosts of this podcast. We are investor-focused realtors working with our clients to help them build massive wealth in real estate. This is a place where we talk about real estate investing, wealth, and giving back. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and join our private real estate investor group on Facebook called the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club. Links are in the description. Enjoy this episode. What's going on, everybody? It's Curtis and Mav Reitzel here, here with the Reitzel Brothers Podcast. How's everybody doing out there in, in audio land? And I guess if you're watching on YouTube, how are you doing out there in video land? I guess one thing I want to talk about real quick, super excited. This is probably going to be delayed because we're not going to post the video today. But tonight, me and Matt were running a meetup event, a virtual meetup event uh, mm. for Q&A virtual session. where We're going to be talking about a lot of the questions that we've been getting asked over the past couple you know, couple months since COVID started. And I guess, like, really, it's been like, it's September 1st today. So, geez, what is that now? Like four or five... Six, seven, March, Six. April, May, June, July, August, September. Wow, time t- time's flying. So yeah, we're gonna be doing a session on um, you know, a lot of the reoccurring questions we've been getting since COVID nineteen started, mm-hmm. and it's just gonna be fun. We're gonna you know we're gonna hang out. We're gonna be on Zoom, and that's gonna be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that. And then we're gonna be doing an event the next month as well which we're going to be announcing soon we haven't haven't released the details on that one yet though but it is in the pipeline so get excited keep your eyes on the uh the groups meet up in facebook for for uh when that gets announced Mm -hmm. yeah for anyone um for the common question and answer one we're doing tonight uh, like Kurt said, this episode's not going to be up in time um, for you to listen to it. it. Uh, however, if you're hearing this past September 1st, it's more than likely going to be uh, posted the full event on our uh, YouTube channel. So, yep, you can go check it out there if you're listening from the future. Yeah, and also too, I want to mention because I had some notes here that I want to talk about. You can tell how organized I am today. Um, but if you want to be a part, <laughs> if you want to be a part of um, of of our Tri City Real Estate Investor Club, we have over 550 members in the club. If you're in the region and you want to learn from top investors that are doing what you want to do, uh, you know, definitely reach out to us to be a part of that group. We have a private Facebook group and and then and then we're on meetups.com, which is primarily where we are. That's where we started. And um, yeah, if you want to be a part of that, you know, just let us know. It's free. We host, you know, like all of our events are free. The membership's free. And it's just a, you know, a really cool way to engage the community. Also, you know, a side thing as well is every um, we we do workshops kind of reoccurring, um, you know, depending on the month for a career in real estate. So if you're listening and you you know have thought about becoming a real estate agent, you're wondering, do you have what it takes? And, you know, you're looking to learn more on, you know, how long does it take to become an agent? How much money does it take? Um, you know, what's the earning potential? How do I go about doing it? 
reach out to us because we love to have that dialogue because since COVID started, a lot of our clients, they've, they've been thinking about different ways to supplement their income. Also, it's been some self-reflection time for a lot of individuals on is the career that I'm in the one that I want to be in long term and they're exploring different options. So we've been talking about that with a lot of people because we've turned a fair amount of clients of ours into realtors, which is fun. Um, and 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 we have a blast. So anyways, if you're thinking about it, if you think about becoming an agent, reach out to us as well. I know we have our, our phone numbers below here and then on the YouTube video, we're gonna have it built into the video there. Just you know, to send us a text and we're happy to talk and get you details on that workshop that we run uh, to become a real estate agent. So I thought I'd put that out there. So today we're gonna be talking about the gap between what you think you need and what you really need uh, we're continuing our, our conversation from the Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller. This is another uh, you know, topic of conversation within the book. And then Matt's going to read um, a passage from the book. So let's do the passage first. Sure. If yeah. that's cool with you, I'll pass yeah. the book. He's got a nice passage. He's going to read straight from the book. He's not going off the top. I'll get my best reading voice. I had dog-eared it. Okay, yeah, so um, I know Kurt had did a uh, whiteboard session talking mm. about, um, it was the pyramid with at the bottom. Foundational models. The foundational models. Yeah. Think a million, and then buy a million, own a million, receive a million. So this is sort of diving in deeper right at the very beginning, talking about think a million. And um, I just really like the way that uh, Gary and Jay open up and Dave, um, this opening passage talking about think a million, which is the first step, um, just getting your, getting your mindset around money and your goals and your values and even deeply ties it into spiritual as well. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to read this and yeah. if you want to interrupt and you have an aha at any moment i might say an aha too i'll just we'll, yeah, yeah. we can cut it up um but yeah this is it's about uh two pages so i'll just start it off this uh is i mean if you have the book it's page 75 think a million um the spiritual journey of wealth building it's my belief that the purpose of money is actually a spiritual journey that's a statement most people wouldn't agree with. In fact, they might even argue against it, yet I know it's true. Would it surprise you to learn that the Bible has over 2,000 references to money, property, and wealth? That's more than twice the number of references to faith and prayer combined. In fact, money shows up as a prominent theme in every major religious text. No matter what your personal faith is, spirituality and money are always connected. It seems that God cares about how you think about money and wealth, and that makes perfect sense to me. Money, what you do to acquire it, how you hold on to it, and what you do with it, reflects your innermost values. What you may not realize is that every time you open your wallet, endorse a check, or sign a credit card receipt, you're making a statement about your spiritual values. In other words, money spent um, is a personal testament the receipts absolute proof of your priorities 
Money in and of itself is neither good nor bad. It simply has the power to reflect and reveal. And whether uh, money reveals you to be honest or dishonest, generous or greedy, it is you, not the money, who inherently owns those values. I've come to think of money as being about having choices. Typically, the more money you have, the more positive choices you have. The two go hand in hand. The spiritual journey of financial wealth builders begins when they understand that their choices define their lives, that having more positive choices is a good thing, and that pursuing more positive choices is an enlightenment pursuit. The millionaire investors we interviewed understood this and had taken care to square their financial goals with their spiritual values while most set out on the path to financial security and prosperity they all came to understand that the way they earned their money mattered and that mutually beneficial deals a reputation for honesty and fair dealings were essential to the full fulfilling pursuit of their financial goals the further they progressed the more generous they tended to be with their time money and financial wisdom they talked about the satisfaction they received from not only um, successful deals, but also from saving people from foreclosure, putting people in affordable homes, and turning downtrodden properties and even neighborhoods into places where anyone would want to live. They also related how the success of their personal investing had created income and opportunities for their colleagues and partners. To sum it up, they had no hang-ups about money or wealth. They were experiencing the power of money and realizing all the good it could do. Over the years, I too have come to understand that money is good for the good it can do. I encourage you to adopt that viewpoint as well, that money is good for the good it can do for you and for others. Financial wealth building is also about personal growth. Along the way, you'll discover that you have to acquire new skills and greater wisdom to keep moving forward. The simple truth is that if you don't grow personally with the wealth of your fortunes, you're unlikely to enjoy them for long. In the end, you can achieve financial... In the end, you can achieve a financial place of security and abundance that I call true financial wealth, where you have accumulated assets that deliver the passive income necessary to achieve your personal mission in life without having to work. To put it another way, you have you have financial wealth when you're finally free to stop working for a living and start living for your work, your life's work. The end. First off, I think we need to uh, make this a bit of a... A bit of a built-in part of the podcast here. Story time with Matt. That was fun. That was, the, yeah, that was that was deep. That's a deep part of the book there. And um, yeah, everybody that's listening and watching, if you think you know, we should do some more story time with Matt here, I, I think we need to make this a reoccurring thing. That was really cool. Um, yeah, I, I think one thing that I, I mean, I kind of took away, and I've been wrestling with recently is the uh like the definition of a financially wealthy person because they talk about that in the Mm. one thing and then they like right at the end there um you had a statement about that do you mind just saying it again if you have that open which one just the like the last part about the uh a financially independent person financially wealthy what's that statement there to have the money coming in to finance your life there's mission without having to work
Hmm. Either way, that's fine. Yeah, yeah to put can't... it in another way, you have financial wealth when you're finally free to stop working for a living and start living for your work, your yeah. life's work. Yeah, yeah. That part? Yeah, which, which another way of, um, you know, because when, when you ask people and when I think to myself, you, you know, how much money do you need? And, and how do you define somebody that's financially wealthy? And usually it's a million dollars or $10 million or a hundred million or, you know, there's usually a, a big number associated with it when it's something that I've been really wrestling with on, okay, what does this all mean? Right. And kind of relating to that passage there, I guess, kind of not, um, but it, it's really having that income coming in, having the wealth coming in to be able to finance your life mission without having to work. And that kind of poses a bit of a, a problem in a way because, okay, well, now you need a life's mission, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a life's mission, then you're, you're never going to be financially independent, even if your net worth is a billion. Because if you don't have a life mission, based off of that definition of financially wealthy, other people can have different definitions of it. Mm-hmm. Based off of that one, and they kind of touched on in that passage there, is if you don't have a life mission, then you can never get to a place where you're financially wealthy. And 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 that's kind of, to me, that's exciting because we all get to decide our own life mission and why we're here. And it doesn't need to be Oh, I need to have a net worth of a hundred billion or something nutty. It doesn't need to be that. It can just be, you know, five thousand dollars passive coming in a month, and I'm able to, you know, live off of two thousand dollars or whatever the number is. I have three thousand dollars left over, and you know, I give I give a thousand dollars away each month and whatever it is, and you know, the other two thousand goes to blah blah blah. But you get to decide. And I think that's I think that's exciting, and that's been something that I've been toying with, right? Because I think, oh, you know, buy more and more and more and more and more, and it's great. And to become more wealthy, you're able to do more cool things. But then also, are you getting in a trap of just buying, 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 buying? When you know, I don't know if I'm making sense right now, but like, what does your life look like, and what do you want it to look like in the future? And it's not always just about accumulating more and more and more and more and more just to accumulate it if you're not going to, arguably speaking, do cool stuff with it and, and, and help out and be, and be useful, right? Because there's a, there's a bit of a, you know, you know, having a bunch of money and then being useful. You know, I want to have both, you know, and, and continue to grow my wealth, but also be useful. I don't just want to be that guy that has a crap ton of money but isn't useful you know what i mean like mm-hmm. isn't doing stuff in the world to you know to do my part my small part however that looks like i just you know what i mean it's finding that balance of you know where you lie but anyways i'm kind of went on a bit of a you know yeah well, bit of a rabbit trail there but and that's yeah. i mean money's good for the good it can do like they said and um it's I've always viewed money and spirituality as like almost like two entirely separate different things. Mm -hmm. Like they don't, you know, like those Venn diagrams where it's the two circles and they overlap each other. Mm -hmm. I always viewed them as they had absolutely zero overlap. Like being, being spiritual is more like, you know, like thinking about your, your purpose in life and what does this all mean? And maybe you have a faith that you follow and, like 
in my mind, I always thought like the most spiritual person was someone who just like, you know, lived up on a mountaintop with absolutely no wants in the world. Mm -hmm. You could have like zero income and you're just like, you know, back to your roots of being a human and just meditating for eight hours a day. Um, But this is a very interesting perspective because like they say, every time you swipe your visa or you spend money, you're kind of signing you're signing on the dotted line there with where your values are mm-hmm. when you spend money on something you're saying obviously you're saying i value that because you want it mm-hmm. and you're you're willing to exchange money for it and that that perspective is just very interesting to me mm-hmm. that you know every time every time you spend money you're saying okay that's where my value is same thing with your time every mm-hmm. everything that you spend your time on any every single moment you're saying, obviously, I value that. And whether it's intentional, mm-hmm. you're literally mm-hmm. like thinking, I'm going to spend my time on that, or unintentional, which I think you can spend a lot of your time on the unintentional sometimes too, because you get distracted mm-hmm. or you know, you, you go down like a three-hour YouTube bunny trail or whatever it is. You're mm-hmm. not necessarily you know, intentionally saying, yeah, I want to invest three hours onto YouTube. Um, but yeah, I get what you're getting at though, especially with, you know, buying stuff and, and, you know, I immediately thought about, you know, every, every Saturday morning when I do my net worth, you know, I, I open up my online banking. I look at, I look at everything and then, you know, I tally everything up. I tally up the net worth. I, you know, I go through the assets and liabilities Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing when I'm transferring money around to different accounts you know, for different reasons to the investing account to the yada yada, right? And I'm transferring every time I transfer, I'm I'm assigning a value and I'm 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 stating, you know, I'm putting money into the giving account. Well, that's kind of you know, that's saying something about, you know, how I value my money because I'm putting money there and I'm you know, I'm I'm putting money on my credit card to pay it on the credit card. Well it shows that I'm valuing that I'm not gonna build up my credit card debt or whatever. And then also when I look at my credit card statement it's showing where I'm spending my money and what I'm valuing, right? I'm valuing I'm buying books or I'm buying stuff that I shouldn't buy or whatever, right? It just shows what I'm valuing. And, you know, it's just interesting to look at it that way. I think that's a really good point. We do have to get running. So hope everybody enjoyed this episode. We're going to end this one quick. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, the money, time, and ability next episode since we didn't get into it. We're going to do more, you know, I'm I'm, I'm just going to be um, assigning Matt to this, to the story time with Matt sessions. Are you going to be doing more of that? Sorry, Matt, you have no say. It was really nice to listen to you. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that was fun. So anyways, guys, we're going to get running. Have a great day. We'll be in touch. Bye. Bye.